Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are talking about the Deadpool and Wolverine trailer that dropped last night during the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, so much stuff to talk about. Don't miss it. All that right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Ashley Coffin. Ashley, this is a banner day. And normally we do a little chitter chatter at the top. None of that today. None of it. We have got to get into this Deadpool and Wolverine trailer. Uh, What did you think? I loved it. I love that they didn't give too much away. Mm -hmm. You know, you really have to kind of look through it. it, yeah, it looks great. It looks great. I am not a particularly huge Ryan Reynolds fan, but as Deadpool, I can handle him. So yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> Plus, it looks like a lot of my other friends are going to be here. <laughs> yeah, I think Ryan Reynolds has one mode. It feels like he is just always playing Ryan Reynolds, but that just so happens to line up with Deadpool really well. Like it, he yeah. just somehow it's the he he plays that the Merc with the mouth still has that like goofy heart to him while having just like the snarkiness um it it works i don't know it's just it works it's i think it's a casting like made in heaven i I really think it's great yeah i made sure to stay away from any kind of stuff so i got to be surprised that matthew mcfadden was going to be in it who is Mm. just one of my absolute favorites um you know he's my mr darcy so yeah i was thrilled to see him he just has an amazing voice so i just love everything he's in i didn't watch succession yet i mean to Uh, it's just pretty far down on the list (laughs) yeah him being in uh succession is where i know him most from i i think i've seen that version of him as mr darcy but like i don't Mm -hmm. it's not something that stuck in my head I, i didn't remember him from it so i watched succession and he has an american accent throughout that entire show so when i heard him speak in the trailer i was like that is, it was, it was weird for me. It was that whole like That's Tom so Holland funny. speaking in a British accent thing for me. Like it didn't, I was like, no, no, you're, you're the, you know, son in, or the stepson in succession. You're not the, not stepson, son-in-law, son-in-law. <laughs> you're not, he you're not British. The, he's like a ben- Benedict Cumberbatch voice. Like his English voice is so, I guess his real voice. It's powerful. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, it, I'm excited to see because it, it seems like it'll line up with a good TVA agent really well, which like uh, so many headlines. Like, I feel like 
I want to, we always come on and we try to like say, what's the most important couple things to talk about up top? And there's just so many things in the Deadpool and Wolverine trailer. Uh, firstly, that it's called Deadpool and Wolverine. We didn't know mm-hmm. that before. And I think it's an awesome choice. Freaking awesome. It could have been Deadpool 3 with with like a slice through it like we've seen. Um, and, and I think they'll continue to use those logos. But like Deadpool and Wolverine is great. We've talked about it on the MCU cast many times about how cool it would be to start doing these like we've talked about having a captain american wolverine movie or yeah a um basically just put wolverine whatever you want <laughs> yeah <laughs> or, or or a she hulk and deadpool movie you know like all these cool little combos and we've had it with ant-man and the wasp but that's not really the same thing this is taking two different heroes who've had their own movies th- they've each had you know uh i think wolverine said three with wolverine the wolverine wolverine origins and logan and all the X-Men stuff, of course. And now mm-hmm. Deadpool's had two, and now we're going to get to see a legit team-up movie, not just a Deadpool 3. And I think that is, it's just a good choice. It's a really good choice. Yeah, agreed. I like what they did with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That was kind of like the first little, you know, they didn't oh, have yeah. their own movies. But I was like, yes, can we please do more team-ups? <laughs> That's a good call. I've been thinking about Ant-Man and the Wasp was the only option because I've been thinking movies. But you're right. They did do it in the TV shows. Um, and while you know while it wasn't uh WandaVision is another one i guess if you if you talk about yeah, the, it's technically. the movies um even though he doesn't exist spoiler alert <laughs> yikes yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry if you're joining in on the MCU cast go watch WandaVision you should what already are you doing? know better <laughs> yeah yeah uh we're going to talk about all all the things from the MCU um by the way we are live streaming this and we're going to do a frame by frame watch of the entire trailer um if, if any of you guys, after the frame-by-frame, frame, have any feedback who are in the live chat, please tag us at Stranded Panda TV, and we will, uh, we will bring that up uh, at the end of the show. Um, because it's so fresh. Like Even if we do a frame-by-frame, frame, I still feel like we're still going to miss stuff. <laughs> so I, I'm pumped, though. I'm really pumped. Um, the other big, crazy, cool choice, I feel like, for this is the fact that they are really leaning on the Loki mythos. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, so immediately we have to presume that with where they are at the TVA, it can't be, I don't know, Loki's timeline or or before he takes the reins. I don't know. It'll be interesting to find out where this kind of takes place. I'm presuming it's after. Um, Maybe maybe I'm wrong, uh, but I'm presuming this is post-Loki. I mean, I guess it could be a... Yeah. Well, and we've talked about it this a million times, and it's confusing. But since time doesn't exist, mm-hmm. or like time runs differently at the TVA or whatever, it doesn't really make sense for it to be before because that shouldn't exist anymore within the timeline. You know what I mean? That right. version of the TVA doesn't exist anymore technically. And it seemed like they were doing better processes for pruning, and these guys seemed pretty ready to be like prune. So I don't know. Well, I, I'm I'm very very curious about that. It seems to me that they're not just wanting to prune him, though, because they come to him and, you know, like... Uh, uh, oh, no, obviously that they're not trying to pr- like prune him because they want his help, but they looked like ready to go. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they like did. A- I, I didn't really get a sense of what they... Ha- you know, we, we talked about it a lot on the finale of Loki, like, what are they doing? And to me, it seems like in this trailer, it seems that they're trying to, instead of trying to just prune universes that don't shouldn't exist they're trying to take deadpool from this universe and bring him to a different universe where he's needed which is just like mm-hmm. something we've never 
heard of the TVA doing, and that seems right. cool. It makes me worried that the beginning of this trailer being so like happy ending ish with all of him and all of his friends, uh, and even some of them that were dead when we last saw them, like Shatterstar, like, uh, and and obviously he went back and got Vanessa at the end of uh, Deadpool two. But and Sh- Shatterstar also, and I'm assuming Brad Pitt is hanging the Vanisher or whatever it is <laughs> is hanging out somewhere in that room. Um, but he seems to be really happy. Except there's a little vibe between him and Vanessa that maybe they're not together anymore. Did you get that vibe? Nope. I'd have to watch it again. Yeah, and we'll watch it in just a second. But he says like the last few years have been kind of hard. It, they've been good, but kind of hard. And then there's a look between them where she kind of like turns mm-hmm. away from him and he kind of like looks longingly at her. It's sort of subtle. Yeah, maybe. But then a minute later, she calls him buddy when they're like talking about the, uh, she's like, what's your wishing for, buddy? And it's like, oh, are they they not together anymore? Yeah, I don't know. And with time travel, like, mm-hmm. were they ever together? Maybe he went back and saved her before they were together. And now he's trying to like, you know, whatever, convince her that it was mm. that whole, that old chestnut, the Gamora chestnut as it were. Yeah. Well, let's watch it one more time real quick and just see if we have anything else uh, before we get into the frame by frame. So the biggest takeaway that I have, like watching the trailer again is like, it seems to me like a lot of this movie is taking place at the end of time from Loki, like in the void, I think the void they called it, I believe. Mm hmm. That's just cool. It's like the fact that they are building on the mythos of Loki and like directly going into this movie. And I don't think they will. I think they will explain it in the movie because Deadpool will have to learn about it. So I don't think you will have had to see Loki to understand it, but it seems mm-hmm. like they're, we, we've had a lot of people complaining about how the multiverse or time travel work differently between different movies, but it seems like they're just directly going with like the pruning takes you to this place. You see, there's a little corner of the screen where you see Elioth for a second, the ghost, <laughs> the, the smoke monster or whatever. Um, yeah, I just, I, I'm so freaking excited for how, how connected we've been talking about begging for connectivity and this is giving us connectivity. I, I'm just pumped, man. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't, I doubt, well, I don't think we're going to stay there that long. I feel like they're purposely not trying to show us a lot and they're only showing people what we know. So, because they know people are going to lose their minds when they're like, oh, there's the lie, there's the this, there's the that. Because um, it just sounds like there's way too much to do in this movie, whatever there it is that they're trying to do. Yeah. Well, and, I, and it's got me really wondering, what are they trying to do? What is Deadpool's goal? Um, and of course, like, what are they trying to do with the broader mcu by bringing him in and like how connected are they going to make these two universes how many people are going to join him um i gotta think that there's some sort of heart of the movie is going to be tied to the fact that he's getting ripped out of his timeline and all these people that he cares about are being left behind like it if they're pruning his universe will he be fighting through the void to save his people that he cares about will he be Mm -hmm enlisting Wolverine's help to do that or will that be a universe he's willing to leave behind and he's just going on a new adventure because you know his relationships are strained like Vanessa or whatever I'm really curious what is he going to be looking to do you know Mm -hmm. no clue that would be a good reason for him to to leave that universe it's easy that's an easy reason yeah yeah (laughs) because prior to now I never thought he would want to leave like him going to the new universe without Vanessa seemed crazy but this trailer, like, maybe they're on the rocks. Maybe that gives them an opening for uh, 
not having to not having to bring her in, which I, not that I want that. I, I love her character, but uh, I just don't know how many characters are going to want to bring from the Fox universe over. I mean, they right. literally have in the void. They have the freaking 20th century Fox logo. They're, that is like mwah, French kiss. Just perfect. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. Fox is probably so mad. <laughs> <laughs> They've got to be right. I mean, like, right. Kevin Feige was instrumental in making that whole universe happen. Like he was yeah. on all those movies as a producer. So it's like he's kind of uh, making fun of himself a little bit here, bringing this all in and being like, nope, that universe is gone. We're literally throwing it into the void. Ugh. I just wonder how much of that you br- and you, you pointed out. You want to point out your find that you saw or do you want to wait to the uh, the comic book on the ground? Oh, yeah, we can. Uh, yeah, the, the comic book definitely says Secret Wars. Yeah, it does. The one that's laying next to him when he's on the dirt when Wolverine shows up, which yes. is really cool. Yeah. What does that mean? And like, obviously, it could be a reference to the fact that we're heading towards Secret Wars, which, you know, that's that's an obvious way of taking it. But I also yeah. thought about it another way. We've all been thinking we're heading towards Secret Wars, but they just sent the Secret Wars comic book to the void. Like that could be a meta joke about how they're having to Uh-oh. change uh, directions because of all the drama and behind the scenes stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Was that the void? I don't know if that was the void. I'm not sure. It just all kind of feels like it's voidish to me because there's just a bunch of different things in the background and different characters and from different timelines and all this. I don't know. It just feel, feels like to me like a lot of the void is happening. I think at least that's where he's going to get Wolverine from. I don't know. That's just my guess. Mm-hmm. Like the, he's going to get sent to the void. He's going to collect a team like he did in the last movie, which may just be Wolverine. And then they're going to mm-hmm. somehow escape and go into whatever they need to do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, the void was just had like its own color scheme. And I'd be interested if they're like, oh, there's different parts of the void or this and that. Right. Cause it was just so very purple. Yeah, I agree. In in this, it looks like it's snowing in the portion of the void they're in. Which we saw. Oh, it looked like the desert. To, oh, oh, you're. Ta- I'm talking specifically about the end scene. Where oh, yeah, yeah. There's also the desert stuff, which I don't know if that's in the void or that could be. You know, we talked about like in Logan, um, the which is the future of the Fox universe. Uh, there's like, there's a lot of like desert type environments. They talk about like how the climate has changed and stuff, and and like right. crops are failing and so like it looks like that sort of post apocalyptic desert-like world which also mm-hmm. you know feels like old man logan from comics and stuff so i wonder if that could be they could be in that area of the multiverse somehow right did they ever meet in the x-men one or i guess they just in origins but did they yeah. try to like backtrack that movie yeah because it did look like they were talking to each other like they already knew each other yeah so they 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 did like he makes jokes about Hugh Jackman through the whole Deadpool and Deadpool 2. So right, there's definitely right. like Hugh Jackman Wolverine jokes throughout those movies. I can't remember if it's just Hugh Jackman or Wolverine. I'm tr- I, 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 don't, I don't remember. I'm off the top of my head. But then at the end when he finally gets the time machine and goes back to fix things from the timelines, one of the things mm-hmm. he does, he goes and kills the previous version of Deadpool that was, you know, had his mouth sewn shut or whatever. Yeah, he didn't even have a mouth. It was so stupid. (laughs) Yeah, really stupid. The dumbest decision in, in like, comic book movie history. It's such a shame because that movie, I loved Liev Schreiber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved Liev Schreiber as 
uh, Sabretooth. I wish that they would bring him back. I thought he had a great temperament. I thought the two of them worked well together. And they're like, you know what? Let's make them brothers. And I'm like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's a totally different vibe, but I I thought the even the brothers-ness of it all, having not really cared too much about the comic book version or the even the cartoon version of Sabretooth, like he was always just like, oh, that's just one of Wolverine's villains to me. Like I never really knew much about his character, I guess. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. So for me, I always thought that was a good compelling thing for those two characters. And I and I like like you said, I like Lee Shriver. It would be cool if he got a cameo, which Speaking of, I think it's t- about time we get to the frame by frame because that's like, I feel yeah, like there's going to be more in this trailer for sure. Because I, yeah, we only saw the one. Uh, What do you mean? Besides Wolverine, there was only one cameo that I saw of somebody I recognize. Besides everybody from the Deadpool movies. Was it? That we were talking about. The ancient one? Because that's who I think that is that, that you see from behind her head. But I'm not even sure. Oh, no, it was Pyro. Oh, right. Pyro. Yes. Yes. Pyro. Which, when I first saw him, he is such a different age and the haircut i thought it was wolverine for a second or i thought it was hugh jackman for a second because the That's hair funny. looked kind of hugh jackman-esque but then like he didn't look like wolverine he just looked like hugh jackman yeah. and i was like is a different another alternate wolverine i don't know what's going on and then uh Shoot. yeah it's been 20 22 years since yeah. x2 i think yeah i think you're right if x-men came out in 2000 it was 2002 or the three. next one was a year or two later yeah it's crazy a long, he long, still has long a little time. baby boy face. <laughs> <laughs> I have to see a little more. Yeah. Uh, well, let's do this. Let's, let's do the frame of frame. Oh, but before we do, uh, let's talk about our sponsor for today, Miracle Made Bed Sheets. That's right. Miracle Made Bed Sheets are freaking awesome. You got to check them out. They are self cooling bed sheets. So you get all bundled in, but they don't overload you. You don't feel overly hot. And I have found them to be really, really, really comfortable. Yeah, I stay asleep so much longer than I used to because I get so uncomfortable. I'm such a hot sleeper and I've tried linen sheets. I've tried, you know, certain kinds of pajamas and I didn't realize that it was the bed sheets that I needed to change. And mm. that along with my skin has felt a lot better. Like I noticed yeah. that my my skin is better and a lot clearer because these sheets, they don't harbor as much bacteria mm-hmm. as others do. It, you know, and there's uh, allergens and acne and stuffy noses and stuff. It's gross. And yeah, Miracle Made offers a whole line of self-cleaning, eco-friendly bedding uh, bedding and sheets and pillowcases and comforters that prevent 99% of bacteria and require three times as less laundry so you're saving money on detergent and water. That's right. And they're silver infused. And uh, Jeff always likes to bring up that it's like the, the way the silver works is it like eviscerates the bacteria somehow. Yeah. There's like a little battle. Are we living like queens? Do you <laughs> sleep on silver, honey? Because I do. <laughs> but they don't feel like they're, they're science infused with all this like great science done by nasa but they don't feel like rigid or weird science sheets they feel like comfortable like fancy hotel sheets i i really 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 like them um so save your save your skin uh sleep cooler stay asleep longer they're freaking awesome um you really really should try miracle today and to do that, you can go to trymiracle.com slash MCU uh, to try Miracle Made Sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use the promo code MCU at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product. It's back to the 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, 
you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash MCU and use the code MCU to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash MCU to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this episode. Okay, Ash, you ready? You ready for the I'm moment ready. of truth? Let's do it. Let's do it. Frame by frame, babies. Um, okay. Um, we're going <sighs> to go, like, I feel like normally we say frame by frame, but then we kind of don't exactly go frame by frame. We'll kind of like push play when it's just one long shot. But I feel like there's so much in this trailer. Uh, we, we might take our times with this one. Um, we have uh, a happy birthday, Wade uh, birthday cake with pictures of all of his friends. It looks like. Uh, all of his friends from the Deadpool one and two, um, <laughs> and they're also around the table. Uh, a bottle of Jack on the table as well. Of course, that feels that feels right. He's only one. That's funny. What? He's only one candle. Yeah, that's so true. is that like his first birthday? May- yeah, I don't know. Because <laughs> maybe he just got turned into the Deadpool, and maybe he's starting over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's this is Deadpool birthday. But no, it says Wade. I think that's just like they uh, only bought one just candle. Just put one. Yeah. That wig is atrocious. I know it's supposed to be, but yeah. oh my God, presidentially atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> and the shot of him in the wig is pretty amazing. I think it, uh, yeah, he looks, it's so funny because it's it makes him look much more normal. But all- He looks like Josh Brolin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he totally does. <sighs> I wonder if Cable will be in this. And sh- I'm not wrong. That's Shatterstar, and Shatterstar is dead, right? At the end I, of... I think so. I haven't seen the second one in a really long time. I hate to say that, but I haven't. Like, I think the entire X-Force dies except for Domino, who, like... A- and I think his buddy uh, that doesn't have any powers. War Machine or whatever. Well, uh, they're <laughs> Does not... Does she die too? Her and... No, e. no, no. Um, they don't, but they're not in the X-Force. Uh, he puts together okay. a team... Um, that does not include Colossus, uh, Kamiko is that her name? And then Kamiko, goddamn Kamiko, and then Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Uh, yeah, cool. Look, let's see if we look behind. Uh, we get a shot of Shatterstar, Colossus, and Dopinder, right? Um, sure. <laughs> and and then behind them, there's some comic book panels, and I wonder. I'm sure some eagle-eyed uh, comic book fan is. is does it look like boobs that. up there? And it's up to me. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past this movie for sure. Uh, top left of the <laughs> top left of the screen, or maybe I just I just see boobs everywhere. I think those are just people kissing. Maybe is what I see. But it's uh, interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. This is a um, apparently a Rorschach test. I see you see boobs. Yeah. I see people kissing. Um, uh, then we get Negasonic, She's so cute, and Kamiko, so so cute. Oh, uh, and his his roommate Al, Big Al, right? Mm-hmm. I'm forgetting who the guy with the beard is. Do you remember who the guy with the beard is? I want to say he worked at the bar, and I don't think they're bringing T.J. Miller back. So I think they have him oh. re- representing his like bar friends. Yeah, that makes sense. But I can't remember 100. percent I feel terrible. I should have watched. Yeah, watched we should have watched that movie again before we did this trailer reaction. We're um, super professional. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, wow. Is this, is that Vanessa behind him? It looks There's a like shot it. here of him holding his face and there's Vanessa and he'd say, he's saying it's been a challenging year for sure, a few years for sure. I think this might be 
her breaking thing, up with him. Her breaking up with him. And then it cuts to them Listen, at the party if, together. If I bring you back from the dead after time traveling and doing all that stuff to find you and you break up with me, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but really, would you if he wore that wig? I mean, like, I feel like... Would I get back with him? Sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I was hoping that the wig was like her choice to make that face a little bit better to deal oh, with. Oh, gosh. I'm in a gimp suits though. So I'd be like, can you just wear the suit all the time? <laughs> Rated R content. I don't want to hear it about your children. <laughs> all right. All right. It is I've seen so many people being like, my 12-year-old is so upset they can't go see this. And I'm like, F those kids. <laughs> <laughs> what is he holding a picture of there? I can't see. Oh, it's the picture from the cake. Um, oh, that's cute. And that's his buddy. I'm forgetting the buddy's name, too. The guy who, like... Peter? That's it, Peter. Just, just Peter. Oh, so good. That that the Deadpool movies are so good. I can't wait to rewatch in preparation for this one, mm-hmm. um, which we will do. I think um, we might even make it in our uh, re- Infinity Saga rewatch and just put them where they go. Okay, that could be cool. Uh, okay, we're just uh, we're we're going through these frame by frame, but there's not much happening. He blows out the candles, blowing, 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 and then there's a knock at the door. And we see TVA agents for the first time uh, in the MCU, like coming to get Deadpool. I know. Dif- I different smacked. look. I grabbed Ken. I was like, ah, ah, ah. he's like, what? <laughs> I was like, it's the TVA, and he was like, no way. <laughs> it is exciting. It really is. It really is. Um, but look, they look a lot different in this uh, than we've seen they in the do past. Look different. Which you know, I'm sure there's different. Maybe teams it's and another stuff. like dimensions tva or something or i guess they would be right well that's the whole thing is like we've talked about it a bunch of times but like is there only one because t- the tva can see all the timelines so you would presume there's one tva but there could be all kinds of, we, we we really don't know there could be multiple tvas especially with all the uh shenanigans that went on in loki season two did they give michael mc mcfadden or faden's character a name yet or wouldn't i would die if he was like i'm mobius and it's oh, like that yeah. version's mobius yeah. Okay. So then we get to uh he makes a wonderful pegging joke about how uh it's not new for me, but it is for Disney. Uh um, yep. explain pegging to your children now. Really, everybody. really good. <laughs> and I, I I love that he grabs the grabs the wig off Listen, of him. It there makes is no nothing sense. I love more in this entire world than a wig rip. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes no sense from like they're taking him through the the portal, which is very similar animation. Uh, like, Ew! <laughs> and then he grabs the wig off. I guess maybe he's trying to pull his hair, and then realize. Yeah. But that doesn't. I don't know what that's he was trying to do. Clearly a wig. I don't know what's going on there. Okay, so that that's the opening scene uh, that I think will be probably the opening sequence of the movie itself. If I had to guess, like that will probably be uh, a lot of what they do. Um, and then we t- we get to Deadpool sitting in front of Matthew McFadden's character. Um, and there's like stuff coming out of Deadpool's head right here. Is it looks hair? like hair, like okay. the glue from the wig or, or something like that uh, is still yeah. stuck on him. Yeah, yeah, it does. Well, there's one in the back that almost looks like metal, metallic. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, moving on here. Oh, I'm so in love with him. That that was that part of Barbie that I always tell you when they bring up Pride and Prejudice. I was like, oh, that's me. That's they're talking about. He's my Darcy. I know I love the miniseries and I love the Colin Farrell one, but for some Michael McFadden for me, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. You can be mean to me and talk down to me all you want and I'll still marry you. <laughs> <laughs> so 
we we see we see that scene between uh McFadden and Deadpool. There's really not much in the background of that scene. It's very sparse and very TVA. I love that they so maintain TVA. the like basic visual language of the TVA. Uh now this is interesting. There's a shot here of a Deadpool uniform in a locker and he is sitting here with a blue shirt. Can we tell what his name tag? Well, let me see if I can turn these subtitles off. Okay. It just says Wade. It says Wade, and there's some really tiny words at the bottom that I cannot, I, I can't even, even on my higher quality yeah. YouTube w- window, I can't really see. So I don't know what this is. Is this him before he gets taken by the TVA, or is this the T? Like, I think this must be before the TVA. Like, maybe he's doing a job while he's like, Maybe he gave up his Deadpooling or something, and he's like working, just living with his friends or whatever. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. That's that's a weird, weird moment. I don't know where that fits in with the whole theme. Um, All the lockers look like they were filled with the same blue outfit that he was wearing. Yeah. So I wonder if it's like a <laughs> I like just, a janitor or not well, like a custodian. Custodial. I just realized what or, that would mean, and that means that like he gets to work in his Deadpool outfit and changes into his blues, whatever, whatever store, like it's say it's, it's a Best Buy or whatever. He's getting to Best Buy and like changing out of his Deadpool uniform to go to work. That's really, really funny. Yeah. Um, we get to this, then it sh- cuts to a shot of him in the snow. Did you immediately think it was going to be uh, the beginning of Age of Ultron? I thought that that's where he was going to be. Well, I didn't immediately think it, but then some people posted, I was about to say, people posted that in the Stranded Panda chat, and I actually think it's a really good call. The trees in, in the snowy scenes look so much like the Age of Ultron battle from the beginning. And then they show that battle when Matthew McFadden right here is at, telling him to like, Join a big, join a universe of heroes, or whatever he says. Right. Um, the only reason I I backtrack that a little bit, and when we get further there, we'll have to look closer. Is that it looked like Pyro was there in the snow, so that would have been a little different. Oh, but who see, knows? I thought Pyro was in the. Uh, was he in the in the desert, desert? I don't area? Know. We'll look at he that. looked I'm like he, ahead of myself. I'm I, I I have a feeling there's going to be Mad Max jokes in that whole like se- sequence because Pyro is like sitting on a big some sort of big thing and then below him there's like a dude in like a Bane mask. It looks like. Um, <laughs> well, I wonder if they're still going to have them be like the Brotherhood of Mutants ooh, and they're just like the bad guys. Ooh, that could be neat. That could be really neat. So we have. Ultron, Ultron, Ragnarok up there, right? Yes. Ultron, shots from Ultron, two shots from Ultron and a shot from Ragnarok. Both of the first two shots from Ultron, Ultron, though, are from the scene we're thinking that was in, that could be in that forest, the snowy forest. So, like, let's say they've got, he escapes into a a timeline and he goes into one of the ones that's pulled up somehow. You know what I mean? (sighs) Um, And he ends up there. That could be so cool. And there's a scene in a minute where it's a bunch of TVA agents fighting him in the snow. So, like, let's say he uses this scene, which is so amazing that it looks so much like the TVA. I'm so blown away by how good they, how well they captured the TVA. Um, they probably had the same sets up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting because I don't see much of the same exact sets, but very similar. Like, the ceiling mm-hmm. looks so TVA-ish, but I've never seen this control panel before, you know? Right. Um, we got, we've got a... a a scene from Winter Soldier where yeah, Cap is Winter fighting Soldier. Batroc the Leaper. Are they all three Winter Soldier scenes? It looks. I can't see what the middle one is specifically, but the other two definitely are. Yeah, I'm wondering if that middle one is it being intentional. Oh no. Okay, there's it's Cap oh, wait, there's, coming to view. Uh, it's so, the shield. 
Yeah, so this is uh this is all this all looks like shots from Winter Soldier. I think that might be when he jumps out of the Triskelion, maybe? No. Cause in that one he lands on his side. I don't know what the, where the, what that's. Maybe when from. he was jumping off of the the out of the elevator and he uses the shield to yeah. land on that little Quinjet. Yeah, that's a different uh, in that one he lands on his side. That's the thing I was thinking too. But he lands on oh, his side his all balled on? up. Yeah, he does. Okay, he doesn't have his mask um, on in that scene. So I'm not sure where where that jumping oh. cap is from the middle screen. So yeah, Matthew McFadden just for the for the audio listeners. If you're by the way, if you're listening to this in audio and you want to see us watch along with us as we talk about these scenes, we're on YouTube.com/strandedpanda. <laughs> I always mean to say that before we start, but I didn't today. It's just a lot of eyebrows and eyes as I start to get. We like, yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> then we get to a desert scene. Um, and yeah, this is what was making me think Mad Max. We've got some sort of like convoy of vehicles, but then this shot is this, do you think this is the ancient one? This looks like the ancient one to me. Yes. I can't see what's in the the background. You know, it's funny when I watched it last night, even, even again, now I just for a second thought it was a scroll, but no, that is definitely the ancient one. I think it looks like the ancient one, but no offense to the, the act. Uh, actress oh, who plays Tilda knows what she looks like, in but that t- movie. Tilda has some Tilda, Tilda has some ears that are reminiscent of the scrolls in that moment. Um, they're <laughs> well, is there a scarring on the head because she has that circle thing? I can't see. I can just see the outline of her head. Yeah, or their head. I can't what see what is that. The Where, maybe it's a new bad guy. Possibly. It, it looks. It looks to me like it's the ancient one, and those doors look like something that would be at Carmitage or something like that, like a, a mystical place. Cool. And, yeah, I, I'm not sure though. And this could all be things in the void. It could be all kinds of stuff mixed together. We really don't know. Um, and then we cut to Deadpool sitting in some sort of I don't know, like a dungeon Is that or dinosaur a castle. Teeth? Yeah, I was gonna say like some sort of di- some sort of big monster teeth in the front foreground of the shot. So I don't know where Deadpool is ending up here. That's crazy. Then we cut to some sort of like almost like James Bond style casino scene. Yeah, I love that you could like you can't miss Logan's hair, and that's what I'm. I just love it. Yeah, I love I that Hugh Jackman came back so much. <laughs> could that be an Avengers logo in the background of the casino scene? Like, see, to, back to the right, it kind of has half an Avengers logo look, but maybe not. Oh, yeah, I see it. Um, It's just so cool that we're finally getting a Deadpool movie where, like, yeah, the Avengers could show up and it would be no thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so over here on the right, anybody. I'm not see- recognizing by yet, but over but here, there's- then we get, yeah. Uh, like I'm pretty sure that's Logan, the background of Lo- back of Logan's head. But to the left, there's someone who looks quite furry, and that could be Beast or some other furry hero or villain. Maybe blue, but maybe that's just the screen. Yeah, he doesn't look blue enough. But yeah, I could see that being a Beast or something like that. I'm gonna skinny, feel bad. Maybe a Nightcrawler. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bring back Alan. What is it? Alan Cun- Cummings. Yeah. I believe you're correct. And this is the best line of the trailer, I feel like, or at least one of them. I'm the Messiah. I am Marvel Jesus. I see what you're, I see what you're telling me. I am Marvel Jesus. So, I'm so interested to see where that's coming from. Is that him breaking the fourth wall and talking to us about being Marvel Jesus? Is, is my, Matthew McFadden calling it Marvel? Who's calling it Marvel I think it's and just, told him it's Marvel, you know? I think that's him. I don't think it's anyone else. Yeah. He says well, it, then is, is what's his face going to be like Marvel? 
Well, he does that kind of stuff all the time where he talks about things that people don't know and they just always ignore him. So I think like yeah. it's one of those things that he either just seems insane to them or, you know, or he's saying it in a way that they don't actually hear it or whatever. Because he, t- he says it directly to the screen. He looks directly in the That s- looks like hair for sure on the side. Uh, Where? Hanging off of, you know, the things hanging off of his head. Oh, uh, yeah. You're, like yeah, you yeah. see a little tuft of hair. For sure. That's <laughs> so funny. And then we have this shot of him getting suited up. And I love the, the reaction of him saying Marvel Genius, uh, Marvel Jesus to Matthew McFadden. The, the look on his face is amazing. Matthew McFadden's like, no. That's a nice tie. Mm-hmm. Because, um, like, uh, this scene made me laugh because that looks like a production guy to me. Like, somebody who would be working <laughs> in the the backs of the thing, getting everybody yeah. ready, slapping it on his ass. I was like, oh, yep. my God, this is totally costume. This is, the sh- this is a shot of him <laughs> getting suited up, but he seems to be getting a lot of help from these white-gloved people. Like, white-gloved service in getting ready to re-enter whatever multiverse. Someone zips Zip his pants. Back. I think that was his uh, front, I'm pretty sure. Oh. Right? He's zip- zipping his fly. And then the, the, the belt, of course, being snapped. And someone smacking his booty. Twice. Two booty smacks. Two different angles. One of those was me. <laughs> <laughs> and in the background, we have a... Uh, I, I can't read it, but we have a classic-looking um, TVA poster. Which is pretty Looks fun. It's like clothing, yeah. different clothing. It is, is different clothing. And so I think it's um, some sort of like this is the costume department oh. for the yeah, TVA. Yeah, look, there's clothes all around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is still where he's getting suited up. So I think this must be like where the TVA suits up. But it's just kind of cool that they're suiting up Deadpool. And then someone just straight up grabbing his crotch. Um, that's pretty great. Okay. Um, and then the oh. elevator at the TVA. I'm in full split mode. I do love it. Yeah. And then I, he's like, huh. too. <laughs> yeah. It's just good. It's just good. Him, him just getting ready to go to battle in some way into some universe. But it's like, it's great. Okay. And this is where, okay, okay here's where we're back to Snowland. And that has to be. Look at the, the sideways truck. Yeah, back. it has to be. Yeah, I think you're right. I really think you're right. Sokovia, right? That was all yeah, in Sokovia. That was all right? in Sokovia. Smush. Smush. This, and you know, I live for these kind of action sequences when he's um, mm-hmm. reloading. Oh my god. Um. So yeah. So that's all in Sokovia. But this again, we're back. The 20th Century Fox logo Fox. appears to be in the desert, and it we also is have the a desert. Um. We have in the background of the. 20th Century Fox logo, we have a, a UFO back there, which is oh, very That looks like that thing that got swung around in a later scene by somebody. You'll see. Okay. It might be, but it could also be a UFO. Oh, God. These, these like CGI, I'm assuming they're CGI, loads That's of the so gun cool. look so good. That's so cool. If he could actually do that in real life, I'll give Brian Reynolds 10% more accolades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling if, it, if, if, if it's actually happening, it's probably not him. Uh, yeah, and it looks good. But it uh, looks, I love it. I live really, for the really action. Um, okay, then there's it looks like maybe a helicopter in the background, and then some sort of little like structure. Is that the Eiffel Tower? What is this? I don't. Where are we? I think this is an Eiffel Tower. I think <laughs> like I, you see that's like broken down. Like I wonder if we're in some weird. This is the void. This has got to be the void. It's got to be the void. Got to be the void. So did all of. Did like Logan and the whole Fox? Is that what it's telling us? Is that they sent the whole Fox thing to the void? 
I'm not sure, but it seems very possible. And, and like, especially if he goes to the void and he has to like look for his people or whatever, you mm. know, if like if if they came and pruned his timeline like they used to do, uh, the TVA used to do, like they could have pruned them and sent them all to the void. Um, and this is where I'm thinking, like this this is where the scenes where Pyro is about to be, I believe. Um, right. But this is the one that the part that interests me most about this whole thing. We're in the void. We've discussed on the cast what happened to Eliath. Like, was he gone? Did they defeat Eliath when they got past him to get to the um, Citadel? And it appears right there. That's Eliath eating a TVA agent, right? Oh, yeah, totally. Which is just cool, man. It's so freaking cool because they're using the same visual language. They're doing everything. This is Eliath eating a TVA agent at the end of time. I love it so much. And, and among some sort of weird Mad Max style like whatever circus motorcycle place yeah probably <laughs> it looks Brotherhood like those balls of that you drive the motorcycles in totally does totally does it's I, I really do think it's likely brotherhood of mutants or something like that that like yeah we're seeing just like we saw loki go to the the void and have to find like, kind of meet up with other lokis i think we're gonna see a lot of x-men and stuff um okay now what is going on here that's that so does that look like a lyoth um skeleton no, that is a um, one of the Chitari things in the background. So maybe that's what the teeth are that he was in earlier. There's also, it appears to, yeah, mm, no, those were much smaller, I think. Those, that was like in that little uh, cove, but that, mm. th 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 look, I don't know where that is, but that could be in the same area. I really don't know. Mm. But that was like, that looked like teeth that were maybe like large bear sized or something, not necessarily that sized but i don't know maybe mm. could have been a perspective thing oh it looked like a dragon mouth to me <laughs> yeah it, it could it absolutely could be uh but and then you've got this guy again this just gives me mad max vibes with the uh guys standing oh on wait these go cars. back go back is that a quinjet or is that the what are those things called that looks the like a helicarrier back helicarrier there. yeah yeah so we we had a helicarrier kind of alluded to in deadpool 2 um but now we're getting this actual and it's a helicarrier and the Chitari. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the Void, man. We saw it in Deadpool. <laughs> I say we saw it in Deadpool. We saw it in Loki. They, they could just grab anything from anywhere. But this, to me, so th th I don't think the snow is the Void. Whatever's happening in the snow appears to be like on a timeline. And if he's joining the MCU, I feel like that timeline is going to be during Age of Ultron. I really do. Hmm. Hmm. It's interesting that he's killing TVA agents. Yeah. So here's what I think the structure of this, like it's seeming more and more like it's the resist the call thing. Like they bring him in to like convince him to come work for them. And then he goes, he escapes onto a timeline, which is likely either age of Ultron or something that looks a lot like it. And he has this big fight in the, in the snow with, you know, all these, all these TVA agents and then eventually gets brought, either gets brought back in or decides to come back in, and then the rest of the stuff, or he gets pruned, like they, or they just capture him and prune him, and he ends up at in the void. Yeah, in the dust world. Yeah, and the dust world is all part of the void. I, I, that's what I'm thinking so far, but who knows? So I, I think that's why he's fighting TV agents. That's him like getting done with the TVA. And man, these shots look cool. Mm-hmm. And they juxtapose the shots of him. With sword play in the uh, snow world, with him uh, s using knives in the uh, dust bowl world, 
and Lots of guns. great shot of Deadpool's hands with some like semi-automatic whatever guns. <laughs> um, I know nothing about Mask guns. Face guys, these metal faces. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> you know, you you guess you saw that Secret Wars comic book. I when I first saw the mask, I thought it looked doom like. Me too, and I'm like, I I want them to to bring him in, but I don't know if I want it in Deadpool because he's he's too. I want it to be serious when it's time for Doom. Well, and presenting Doom for the first time in Deadpool would be tough because you really would want to focus on it a lot. But there's going to be so much to do in this movie that I don't know that there's time for that. Right. But who knows? Surprise me, Marvel. Do something cool. Uh, we got this cool shot of him in the car, blood everywhere. It, which reminds me of the first fight scene in the first movie when he's doing that mm-hmm. car fight scene. Um, What's that car even doing there? That looks like the woods. <laughs> yeah, uh, that could. Yeah, you're right. That's interesting. Because there were like battle jeeps there. Uh-huh. But that looks like a you know. Yeah, just a car. A Windstar SUV. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Uh, of course, we could have all kinds of different environments in the void. It just seems like a lot of it seems to happen at this uh, sort of desert. Mad Max style world. Um, then we get our shot of Pyro, which I did not recognize him at all. It was Jay Scotty last night who brought it up. Like, that's Pyro. And I was like, oh, I had no idea. I, I, I would have to ask him how he, like, if you didn't look that up, that guy doesn't look anything. Like, it's been 25 years. Yeah. How did you know that? I don't from know. From a second. I don't know. <laughs> and he's got a, a, a guy with a weird, like, metal mask on in front of him. He says, God, I if- love this part. I'm assuming they're like, Trying to feed, maybe they're trying to feed him to Eliath or something like that. When he's, mm-hmm. but wait, wait, I'm talking about how the TVA agents are all in the snow part, but we also saw a TVA agent get eaten by Eliath. So that means there are TVA agents in the void section yeah. of this movie as well. And it looked like they had him captured because that TVA agent had like uh, chains on. Yes. Oh, maybe the TVA agent is being fed to Eliath by. These guys. Them. Interesting. Uh, yeah, that's, that feels like a pyro thing to do. Mm-hmm. And it would make sense the way that the other Lokis were able to survive in the void, that you'd have these powerful superheroes or villains who are able to create their own, like, posses and keep things, you know, kind of going. <laughs> absolutely. We saw it with Loki, and so, like, I think we can absolutely see it with these guys, too. And this is, um, yeah, that, that in the background there is the same UFO and it makes sense because he hits that same box logo when he gets busted when Deadpool busts through this wall. I wonder if that's even going to be in the movie or they just put that in for the trailer. It's a really good question. I don't know. It's very funny either way. I hope it's in the movie. So it makes it appear just based on the logic of the trailer. He flies to that thing and lands and then it shows him here on the ground, but we saw him land on the 20th century Fox logo so this right. is probably a different scene. Um, and this is where you noticed, which killer eye, Ash, killer eye. Oh, thanks. The, the Secret Wars comic uh, there on the ground, uh, which, yeah, if you zoom in on it, is a secret. It does appear to say Secret Wars. Which, again, I wonder if that's going to even be in the final cut. Hmm. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. It's so funny. Like, we always say, t- we, we talk about how Marvel has lied to us in the past. Um but th- this movie just feels like you could, they could be lying at everything could be a lie. You could know nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we know nothing, Jon Snow. I love this shot. It's really good. Really good. Hey, you help me up. Uh, he calls him an ape, he I think. Oh, for whatever, yeah. Yeah. Don't just stand there, you ape. 
give me a hand and then you see this the the claws come out really really gorgeous nope never mind yeah i'm not good i'm actually okay thank you very much um deadpool and wolverine i think that's it right i think so yeah Yeah. there wasn't like an extra little yeah so that's our frame by frame i don't know man um before we get into feedback and uh get into any last thoughts now that we've seen it frame by frame how it reframes <laughs> mm. our our view of the trailer uh, we're going to talk about Henson shaving this is seriously like my favorite thing right like that i've gotten like we we do we do a lot of ads for the things and i like a lot of the products i really really like all the products that we talk about um but this is my favorite one because it's like it's so uh clever and it's so like money saving and time saving like i don't even think you guys understand what a henson shaving razor is like like it is not anything like any other razor you've had it is like this metal chassis that just puts a simple universal style razor blade into it and then it pushes it to its very edge so that only 0.0013 inches of the blade sticks out so you get the, the whole their whole uh plan behind these razors is that they talk about in the in the ad copy they talk about the uh the diving board effect and like if your razor is too long it can wobble and move and that's what causes nicks and scrapes this thing is so rigid because it's so perfectly designed that once you tighten it it is just a little bitty razor on the edge that shaves you so well so cleanly i love this thing and what is amazing about it every other type of razor disposable or uh, you know, those clubs where you get the razor every month or whatever, like those all are designed to make you continue spending money on razors all the time. Once you have a Henson razor, you will be spending three to five dollars a year to replace your blades, which is insane. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you go check any of the name brands right now, just for four of them, it can be upward of $15. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I've been like just really careful with my blade, and I've been cleaning it after every shave, which you probably don't even have to do. It has these really nice little conduits that get the hair and the um, the shaving cream out of the blade, but like it is it, it's really designed not to clog. But I just like to be a little extra careful. I've been cleaning my blade each time because I, <laughs> I just shave a couple times a week, and I only shave the edges of my beard. I've had this thing for a month. And I'm still on the first razor. And in the first wow. pack that they sent us, they sent a hundred razors that comes with your 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 first pack. This this set of hundred razors. Like I am not going to need razors for a long, long time. So you're not buying a disposable razor. You don't need a subscription. You buy it once, and it will be like years of years of shaving for you. It's a really great deal, you guys. Like they're not trying. They're trying to change the whole game. And I think every one of our listeners should get one of these razors. And I say that like full on, like I think this razor is amazing and I think you guys should try it. Completely gets my stamp of approval. Also, it kind of looks like a Mjolnir because it has this like metal design <laughs> and uh, you, you, you got to love that. My husband says he loves the weight of it. A weighted razor yes. is one of the, it's so nice. And it does have this like nice heavy, like you don't feel like you're going to drop it or if mm-hmm. you get the disposables or whatever, you cut nick or cut yourself because they're just you're flying around i mean i do have some facial hair most women do we don't talk about it um and i do sometimes have to shave certain areas 
like a guy. Finding a razor that isn't going to get me nicks, that's the goal. So yeah, really, really great product. And family owned, which I love. Yeah. <laughs> Support the little guys. It's really cool. It's a, they, they are a family owned aerospace parts manufacturer. They've manufactured parts for the ISS, the uh, International Space Station, and the Mars Rover. So they just really know what they're doing with precision engineering. And I just think this razor is amazing. I really do. I think if you get it, you'll be happy and you won't have to buy razors all the time. You will save money. Um, like within a few months, you will have already saved all of the money like <laughs> that you would have spent on those razors. It's insane. It's really good. Razors are insane, the prices. They, they are. And they're and I think this is they're just such a disruptor and I love them. So get this Henson razor. It's time to say no to subscriptions and yes to a razor that will last you a lifetime. Visit HensonShaving.com slash MCU to pick the razor for you and use code MCU and you'll get two years worth of blades free with your razor. Just make sure to add them to your cart. Uh, that's 100 free blades when you head to H-E-N-S-O-N s-h-a-v-i-n-g dot com slash mcu and use promo code mcu hensonshaving.com slash mcu uh check it out guys i'm i'm not joking i really like i like talking about products that like i really believe in and that's why i want you guys to go and get this product and like i will happily read ads for them for a long time so like go go get them i think every one of our listeners should get a henson shaving uh, razor <laughs> and i want to see everybody with their wolverine chops yeah you can get those clean lines man those clean lines uh hensonshaving.com slash mcu promo code mcu now that we've seen it frame by frame i don't feel like we missed much do you, what do you what do you think now is there anything differently you're feeling about the trailer now um not too different because i honestly don't think they're giving us too much to go off here, which is fun. Um, yes. But I think you might be right about them breaking up because then it'll make it easier for him to leave that world. Or maybe he's coming back at the end. Like, you know, they're like, oh, go do this thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that, that I'll probably, I'll agree with that. Um, but other than that, no, I don't think, uh, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. I don't know. I think that, I think you're right about the possible breakup. I think the, um, like it, it, it allows him an out. It allows him a reason because they had this like forever love that in the second one they're even like fighting. He's like seeing her in his dreams when he's close to death and stuff. It's that whole, uh, it was their interpretation, I think, of him being in love with Lady Death in the comics. Like he's having those like dream sequences where he's in love with his, his, uh, Vanessa who's already passed, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, those were really beautiful scenes and it just felt to me like, it would be weird if he has any other motivation but to love her because it's their love felt so like real and like like his whole motivation for the last two movies so it felt weird that he would just move on to join the mcu but yeah yeah i think like with this it's been a couple years yeah that's true he does it's been a he's been a tough few years but i don't i didn't know how he was including that like was he talking about like from the time he became deadpool because yeah that would be a Mm -hmm. tough few years or is he talking about you know, he's also talking about her dying. Like, all that stuff could be part of that tough few years. I really don't know. Uh, or is it just, like, a tough few years since the last movie and uh, them sort of getting, um, you know, to 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 move on or whatever? Um, hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the biggest thing, I guess, from the frame-by-frame, frame, and we've talked about it, but the, the idea of the structure of the movie, which seems like they're going to have... Uh, some sort of, I'm really feeling like Age of Ultron is where we're going. Like, 
And how cool would it be if they really got like the Avengers, like some some of the Avengers or all of them back from like Age of Ultron, like the height of the Avengers as a team, and they get to face off with Deadpool for a minute, like as he's like infecting I, the timeline. I refuse to let myself get excited that that's what's going to happen because I'm so I don't think the I think the actors wouldn't. I don't know. That would be the best kept secret if they yeah. did it. I don't think it would. Yeah, yeah. I think that would make everybody so happy. So I, I can't get my own hopes up about that. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. We don't want to overhype these these ideas we we're thinking, but like, and all we're really seeing is that. Well, I mean, all we're really seeing is that it's a snowy landscape with with trees. Like it could be right. a different snowy landscape with trees, but it does like weird that they show it right next to Matthew McFadden showing him clips of it. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it man. Had, it even had like the same. Uh- the cars in the background, like the battle had already happened there or something. Yeah, totally. Totally. All right. Well, let's see what we have going on in the chat. Uh, see what a few people are saying. Uh, Karen Thomas uh, says the casino type place with Logan could be Madripoor because uh, I'm sure old Logan goes there in comics. Yeah, I think definitely Madripoor would be a yeah. good call. Um, if it's on the timeline at all, like if it's not like another void place where he's got a yeah it looked a little too clean cut to be what my you know what i see madripoor as like from the comics and stuff or even what we saw in right and winter soldier but um who knows what they're gonna do yeah it seemed like madripoor had like highs and lows because it definitely had like cd vibes but then that uh place that um sharon carter was staying was like a nice loft apartment that looked pretty nice so i I don't know it could it could be there's like you know upper crust gangsters that live in big uh fancy hotels or whatever and then there's like the riffraff that that, you know they'll have to deal with um yeah i don't know i don't know we have uh jess kamai jess says uh (laughs) is the tough few years a meta commentary of covid or superhero fatigue Ooh, Mm. both i think that's a really good call and it could also just be a meta commentary on what a lot of this, a lot of I think the meta commentary of like him being Marvel gene- Jesus is the fact that we have had a couple of tough years when it comes to Marvel movies, you know, like a couple of tough, a tough phase of I, I wouldn't say the movies and TV shows have been bad, but definitely the press around the MCU has diminished since Endgame. Yeah. And so yeah. maybe he's saying we've had a tough few years, but Marvel Jesus is here to save us all. And, Has uh, any movie made a billion? Back. When was the, what was the last movie to make a, a a big old bill? I'm not sure if anything since Endgame's made a billion. Mm. Uh oh, No Way Home. I'm sure. No I was going to say I'm sure one of them Spider Man's. Yeah, I'm I'm certain No Way Home did, and maybe yeah, Far From Home probably did too. Um, but it's we were looking at it. Even the Deadpool movies, which seem to have done really well, made in like the eight hundred seven to eight hundred range. Um, we were looking at it last night on uh, Multiverse News, sort of like, could this be the next billion dollar superhero movie? And what I said on Multiverse News last night was like, if this one doesn't make a billion, I don't know what will. You know what I mean? Well, like, I mean, that's hard. But it, so Endgame was the last one. Oh, so okay. it has to be like, like for people to come out in the billions, we need like an Endgame level kind of thing. And this is going to be rated R. So I don't know if they're going to hit the big B. Well, you say that. But, like, before Endgame, like, there were Thor movies that made Bill a bill, right? Like, there were, I, I, well, I know, like, 
comic book movies were making a billion pretty commonly. Like I remember Aquaman made a billion. Um, <laughs> like there, there yeah. were, there were a lot of billion dollar franchises back then. And it seems like that billion dollar movie stuff has kind of dried up. So now it's like, what do you need to do to see a billion dollar movie now? So it looks like it was only about 12 of them. Okay. Uh, I hope, uh, well, Deadpool's on there. You said you looked it up and it didn't. Maybe, you know what? Maybe I looked at domestic or something. It said 700 million. Okay. But so that might have been domestic. Everything. Like all the, it's got Spider Man, Raimi Spider Man. Apparently, Ant Man made a billion. See, that's what I mean. Like that era at post phase two era, like post Winter Soldier, like Marvel was so popular that things were making a billion left and right, it felt like, or at least mm-hmm. getting really close to a billion. Okay. So it looks like there was 10. Okay. It was the Avengers. It was Iron Man 3. And this is an order of how many, bil- I think that what they made the most of is Avengers 2, Captain America, Civil War. It was Black Panther. Infinity War made two billion. Barf. Wow. Uh, Captain Marvel made one. And then Endgame made 2.8 billion. Oh, wait, there's still more. Spider Man was 1.3 billion, so it's not in order. And then Spider Man No Way Home was the last one to do a bill. And it did one bill, like one billion just. 1.92. Woo, almost a two. Dang. Big time, big time. Yeah, yeah. I knew that No Way Home did really well. And I mean, like, that's why. Did you, one of the things we were reporting on uh, is uh, on Multiverse News is apparently there's like one of the things they can't they're trying to figure out what to do with the next Tom Holland movie and like a lot you know MCU people want to just go with like yeah we're gonna make a stripped down Spider Man movie because you know the movie ended with him being like street level Spider Man and then mm-hmm. like but apparently like execs at Sony are like but we want to make another team up movie. With Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. And it's like, no, you already did that. You can't just keep doing that. You know, it's not going to no. be the same. You can't make another $2 billion by just putting them three in a movie together again. Uh, sit down, Sony. Yeah, not a good idea. But they've got to come to an agreement about it, you know? It's going to be Yeah, the wild. people, we are ready for the street level. We want a Daredevil Spider-Man. Yes. So just give us what we want. Dude, <laughs> and that's the thing. I think a Daredevil and Spider-Man, especially you bring Punisher into that and Kingpin, all these characters. Like, you bring that Defenders... MCU into a Spider-Man movie, I think you could get another $2 billion. Like you really yep. could um, be, it would be freaking awesome. Um, okay. Uh, last thing, one of our patrons, Timothy Castillo wrote us and said, between the recent Daredevil news, the Deadpool trailer and the general upswing of the MCU in the last few months, I just kind of feel like I need to say in the words of Lieutenant Commander Data, yes. <clears throat> Sorry, Star Trek reference, everybody. Uh, but that's from uh, from Star Trek Generations uh, when Data has his has his uh, emotions chip, and they they win a battle, and it pans across the whole screen of uh, all the stoic officers, and he's just gotten his emotions for the first time, and he's like, "Yes, mm. <laughs> funny scene, funny scene." Um, yeah, thank you, Timothy. Uh, let's see anybody else in the in the in the chat post anything. Uh, no. Okay, cool. Uh, well, I'm really excited. I'm really, yeah. really excited. Like, my excitement level for the MCU keeps going up. Like, every couple weeks, they're doing something big that's getting my excitement level to ratchet up more and more. Um, what If was great. Loki was great. Echo was great. This trailer, I don't know. I'm just, like, that. they're four for four over the last, like, three months, and <laughs> I am just, like, floored about it. 
Yeah, I'd probably watch if they drop one more because this was kind of like more of a teaser, I would say, than a, like it's mm. long, but I would still say it was a teaser. If they do one more trailer, I'd watch it. But then after that, I think I'm done. Yep. I think this is this is like that you know, five uh, five months away trailer. Then there's always like yeah. that one that's like two months away and that's where I stop. Like I don't ever yep. like to watch them past that. Um, so and so we, w- we will not be as informed after that one because I'm sure they'll be dropping all kinds of crazy scenes, but we don't like to, we don't like to get into that. Um, yeah, no, don't send us leaks. We don't like that. Yeah, we're not we're not <laughs> trying to spoil ourselves. Um, well, uh, my 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 lovely pandas out there in in Pandaville, thank you for listening to uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Um, Ashley, you got anything you want to tell the people about? Uh sure. We're um we actually just finished recording this weekend. We are going to be covering Dune uh over on ventures assemble uh so we just did the first one we're gonna see the second one and then we are going to talk about the david lynch and the what could have been the alejandro uh jordowski one and then we have our oscars coverage which we're yeah we're almost done all 10 movies so yeah Yeah, yeah, that's over on ventures too yeah so ventures assemble that's awesome and uh check out her other show bill and ashley's terror theater yeah, uh, we can always dropping that. I think we're doing the witch things. next. So if you've seen Roger uh, Robert Eggers' The Witch, definitely watch that to rewatch with us. If you haven't, go watch it. It's probably one of my favorite horrors of the last five years to come out. Probably top number one. So yeah, go give that a watch. And we are going to really deep dive into that movie. Yeah. Oh man, that's super exciting. Um, all right. Uh, well, uh, I I'm over on Multiverse News, so check that out. Um, and and we're, I'm also doing the Bingers Assemble coverage. Uh, we did we did an episode. We we broke. We spent like six minutes talking about this uh, this trailer, but we also talked about the Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes trailer, uh, the Wicked trailer, the Twisters trailer. <laughs> so we're just I, uh, I cannot believe I didn't even go watch that. I was like, <laughs> and I love that guy. Oh but yeah. But I was like, are we serious right now? Are, are, is she supposed to be? Is is anybody supposed to be related to the Helen Hunt Bill Paxton? Yeah. So we think J- Jay wow. Sisson says. I'm not sure, but the 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 female protagonist is their daughter, maybe, or at least her daughter. So we're it not even sure. It hundred percent is. Like I don't yeah. even need to watch the trailer. All I saw was that little like, "Come watch it on this thing," since oh, we're not yeah. going to pay for the ads anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you you gotta. It's it's smart because it's like you pay seven million for the thirty seconds, and then you're like, "Hey, we got a full three minutes over there, but we're not paying." What would that be? Three minutes for. Seven million dollars every thirty seconds. Yeah, Oof. I, I, I'm content that they do that. I, I like it. Yeah, it's new, but it's like when I'm watching it, I want to watch the trailer, like the Deadpool one. I was like, oh, I have to go watch this somewhere else now. I'm in the mm-hmm. middle of watching this game, but I'm obviously going to stop, stop the game to go watch that. It was the only trailer I was like, I'm going to go stop and watch this. Yeah, these Planet of the Apes movie. I'm like, do we really need another one? I'm like, okay, I, I just don't like watching them fight each other. It makes me sad. Oh. <laughs> I haven't caught up on this most recent trilogy of movies, so I'm excited because I'm mostly excited because Jay Scotty loves them, and I, I, I like I think like I trust his opinion, uh, and so like you know, <laughs> and not mine. <laughs> no, 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 like wow. I think okay. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> me and him have some similar tastes, and also I just absolutely love the old '60s movies, Planet of the Apes. So like, there's something in this new trailer that makes me think they might be going the way of the '60s movies. Uh, and I'm I'm excited to see if that happens or if that's true, um, because one thing about the '60s movies they had a little more like sci-fi, like time travel and like cool paradoxes and stuff like that. And the new movies have just sort of been like apes, apes learning. on horses. That's yeah, what we on, call these movies. Yeah, yeah. And you gotta love apes, apes on, on horses. horses. You gotta love it. Um, <laughs> all right. 
we'll uh we'll be back soon guys with more marvel uh I, yeah lots lots of good stuff i think we're gonna be covering madam web this week so i'm excited about that even though by we we don't mean me no no i don't think ashley's gonna join <laughs> me for that um but i will be covering madam web on on our friday episode so uh you know you can, we'll do we'll make sure to do a non-spoiler section so if you don't want spoilers because you're not gonna go see it you can come see if you should see it and I will be honest, I promise. I'm ex- I'm more excited for the Sony stuff than anyone else is, I think. Um Yeah, that sounds like it. Yeah. I'm I'm down, man. I'm down. <laughs> uh, it's, you know, we got we got a lot of time till Marvel's releasing much and I'm like, yeah, give me some other Marvel Cinematic Universe for a little while. Marvel Sony Matic Universe. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the casting of everybody. They just took the hottest chicks I, yeah. that they're in Hollywood right now. I and they're agree. like, throw them in a sexy stoop, boop their boobs up, give them some big hair, and she's Jessica Drew or whatever. I'm just like, yep. get out of here, Sydney Sweeney. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm I'm with you. I do think that, like, in general, the Sony casting is a little more... I don't know, I don't know, even know how to, what word I'm looking for. I want to say the word pedestrian, but that's not really what I mean. Like, there's a certain... there's the, You cast people because they're perfect for the role and they're perfect for the movie you want to make or you cast people because they have the most buzz and they're hot and there's like some studios don't seem to know the difference um Mm -hmm. and they just like yeah i don't know and I i do think sony has a little bit of that in their uh repertoire where they're just like yeah, this is a hot actor right now. Just cast him. And it's like... Just throw her in there, yeah. yeah. But I do think... I, I think, like, some of the stuff they've been doing since the last Spider-Verse movie, they did some cool stuff that, like, fixed little plot holes the other Sony movies had. And it, like, made me think, somebody over there is paying attention to the fact that there were little plot holes through the different movies. And that made me feel like, okay, someone's paying attention to the Sony-verse and trying to do it. And I think back to, like the early days of the MCU and it's like I, I think the Incredible Hulk is bad like I think it's it's like it's a bad movie and I think right. Thor is I really like Thor I like the introduction of Thor I like the, the first half of Thor like the introduction of the brothers and like their conflict I think the last half of Thor is kind of shit and like mm-hmm. it's, it's like it's like there's so the very beginnings of the MCU Iron Man and Captain America are amazing um And so it's like the very beginning of the MCU, they had a lot of missteps and it wasn't until you really got them all in the same room and started showing what these characters could do together that we had things like phase two, which is I think where Marvel really hit its stride. So like maybe the Sonomatic universe is, is like, I'm coining that now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Maybe there is room for that universe to become something. Um, And so I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic, and I agree. This one looks particularly like it was cast uh, to just have the prettiest people in it. Um, yeah, you know, we'll see if what's her like what's her face is just not the best actress. So I want to uh, I'll be interested to hear and eventually see what the casting directors saw that they're like, yeah, she's our Madam Web. Yeah, because I love Madam Web, and she just doesn't seem like she has the uh, pizzazz. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe but, this director will bring something out in her that I haven't seen any other director be able to. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Well, we'll be back soon, guys. Uh, see you guys on Friday with some Madam Web content. And uh, hey, patreon.com slash MCUcast if you want to join the, the Patreon. It helps out a lot. We love you, patrons. Uh, we love you, patrons. Thank you.
Peace. Until next time, true believers. Hey, you just listened to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast from Stranded Panda. I really hope you liked it. Let me just say a big thank you to all of our supporters on patreon.com slash mcucast. You are the lifeblood of our little operation here. And a huge, huge thank you to our insanely generous Illuminati tier patrons, Walter Kreisky III, Lieutenant Bongo, and Jazz Viz. You guys are amazing. If you'd like to see our beautiful faces, you can catch a video version of many of our episodes at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. Love you 3000, my friends. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.